0: Well, dude, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to jump on a call with me, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. I was looking at your website and and checking you out, doing some research. You've got a bundle of certifications from NLP uh, to hypnotherapist, success coach, personal training, nutrition coach. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Would love to go back a little bit though. When you were a kid, did you always want to be an entrepreneur or is that something that came in, in for you later in life? It's funny you you asked that. I was uh,
1: when I was taking a shower earlier, I I asked myself the same question. And, okay. and I have I have always wanted as a kid to be I, I wouldn't say entrepreneur, but just to own a business, right? Because yeah. the way I view it was the 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 people that I grew up around, you know, those people were the successful people, and that's where I wanted to be. And right. so, th- to answer your question, is yeah, I have always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Were
0: your parents business owners or entrepreneurs as well? Neither.
1: My dad. Neither. Was, no, my dad was a, a level executive in a in a tobacco a tobacco company. Well, Philip Morris. Um, okay. Yeah. And and then my mom was
0: a school teacher. So zero entrepreneurial influence, if you would. Yeah, 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 gotcha. You mentioned in your bio back in 2009, you started to get into personal training, but that's also about the time that you became sober. Yeah. How long did that battle of getting sober take, and what was that process like? So um, I'm going to take you through it as quickly as I
1: can. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll give you the bullet points. So. Okay, yeah. My drinking started when I was about 16. The first consequence I had was when I was 21, and I got my first DUI. My second consequence was 30 days later, and I got the DUI by the same cop. Um, Wow. Not a good month. So fast forward a bit, got into drugs, 2005, I had four ounces of cocaine on me and got pulled over and arrested, and that was the end of my drug career. So I would love to tell you that's where my drinking stopped, but it didn't. Um, It should have. So I went to rehab. I had a choice to go to rehab or go to prison. Fortunately, it was purely again life happening for me, not to me. It was a good gift from God. So I went to rehab, and it was it was hell. I'll be honest with you, but it certainly wasn't prison. And then 2009, I had gone through uh, one marriage, which is a long story. I won't even get into all that, but uh, <laughs> sure. you know, so. What brought me to my knees is that I, oh, when I got busted with the Coke, I got my third DUI. So, so basically I lost my license for eight years in total. Wow. So, in 2009, the DMV gave me the opportunity to put one of the, the, the blowers in my car, and I had to keep the blower in the blower. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so the blower, so, so I had to keep that blower in my car for seven years. Wow. So, yeah, so it was either that or I would never drive again. And so, so in 2009, I set that thing off right when I first got it And, and I had to go explain myself and the lady said, look, if I see your face in here again, I'm going to yank your license for the rest of your life. And at that point in my life, I wasn't willing to risk that. And so the reward wasn't great enough to continue drinking. So I went to Alcoholics Anonymous for many, many, many years, uh, really up until July of last year. And you know, once I started on my personal development, um, journey, Eric, it's weird. And, you know, if if anybody is NAA, they're going to completely disagree with what I'm going to say, most likely. Um, and if you're in AA, you'll probably disagree with. Me, which is okay. But I have found that I I'm happier on the journey that I'm on. I have zero desire to drink. I'm not cured by any stretch. If I feel the need to pick up a, if I felt the need to pick up a drink, I know where to go. Right. right. I I know to go back to AA. That's it's a no-brainer. But I don't cha- I don't I don't battle with that these days. That's not to say that I won't. But right now, I just I like to refer to myself as a is like an ex drinker, not an alcoholic, because. Right. As I think you're pretty, you know, with the subconscious mind, what are you telling yourself when you say, "I'm an alcoholic"? Every yes. day when you go into a meeting, I'm not saying it's wrong because it helped save my life. Right. But for me, where I am right now, I know so much about the mind that I don't
0: want to reinforce the fact that I'm broken and I'm an alcoholic. Does that yes. make sense? Absolutely. Now, I was kind of doing some research there. You and your wife, you guys actually ended up m- being mentored by Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi. I mean, what was that experience like? How did that impact your guys' personal and your business life? So it was ver. So it was a virtual mentorship, right? So yeah.
1: so it was. You know, and, and I, I hope it wasn't misconceiving on the website, but we did. So we did some virtual mentorship through both of them, and it, it impacted us greatly because, one, you know, Tony Robbins is the reason that I started on this whole journey. You know, I found Tony around July of, of last year, and and I went to his first event in November. And I had a disaster happen before that, which goes into our entrepreneurship. Um, I had a, a hormone replacement clinic, so I did testosterone replacement growth hormone, uh, HCG, diet, weight loss, so on and so forth, and went into a business with a guy that did not know anything about that business. And I didn't know as much as I should have. And in 2018, after the first year, he came into my office and said, hey, I'm not going to pay you anymore. Well, I had been I personally had been running the entire business like he had no part in it other than the money so it was devastating it was it was now looking back it definitely happened for me and it was a blessing for sure but it was a really it was a bad day Eric I was destroyed uh, because I had poured my heart and soul into something that I really believe in and we helped so many people and come to find out it didn't have anything to do with me. He was uh, having an affair with a lady that I fired, and she took my job. Gotcha, which is okay yeah. because yeah. you know if if I were there now, I would be in God knows how much debt. And I walked away from it debt- free and which caused me to kind of get on this journey and go get my NLP and my hypnosis and
0: so on and so forth, and get me where to where I am now. Right, yeah. Tony Robbins, to me, is legend. And I saw that you were actually part of the crew of Unleash the Power Within in, yep. in L.A. How did you get on that, man? That seems awesome.
1: It was really cool. So
0: you have to, you have to
1: qualify, and then you have to apply. And, okay. and so I did both. And really, this is a great example of manifestation. I had mentioned it to my wife, and she was like, yeah, there's no way we can afford to do that. Well, I journal every day, and so just like a lot of things that have happened in my life, Eric, I journaled about being at the event and crewing, and so I put in the application without her knowing got approved, and (laughs) <laughs> and when I told her that I was approved, it was like a it was like a light switch went off and she was like, wow, well, how can we figure out how to do this? And so it just worked out the way it should have worked out. But to answer your question, dude, it was amazing. It was really an amazing experience. I'll tell you really quick. I was standing along the curtain. Um, so I was on the food crew. You get to you get you don't really get to choose where you work. They choose for sure. you. And so I was on the food crew. We were done with our little shift, so to speak. There is no shift. You're on for the, the entire time you're there. <laughs> Period. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a break. And so he was getting ready to come out his first day. And this guy comes up to me and three other people and he was like, Hey, I need you to turn your shirt inside out and come with me. And Eric, I sat. I swear to you, six feet from Tony. Wow, it was surreal. Like I, I literally a tear came down my face. I was, I was sitting in the section where. The only people in that section are people he personally invites. So his son was there. A-Rod was there. It was unreal, the experience. And the second thing that was super cool is I got to stand and – have you ever been to one of his events?
0: No, it's on my bucket list, man. One of okay. these days. It's awesome. So
1: we walk, everybody walks on fire, right? Yeah. Well, at the end of the fire, there's a person that celebrates which, with each individual. And what that means is – you just jump up and down. They're, everybody's obviously excited when they come across there, uh, when they okay. finish. And so I was that person. I got okay. that person to celebrate with 400 people individually after they walked across the hardest thing that they've ever done in their life. And the feeling from that was unreal.
0: Yeah. It wow, was, man. It was cool. It was what unreal. a cool experience. Did you walk on fire yourself? Yes, twice. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I I always wanted to do that, but can you feel the heat or is it just like, dude, you're just going through it? Well, so it's interesting because you're adrenaline, right? You're so jacked up from the experience that if you do
1: what he says, you're going to be fine. It's if you don't do what he says, then you could could get burned. Now, is oh. there an occasional cold that could get stuck on your foot? Yes. It didn't happen to me. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, the first time I walked across it, I did not think the damn, I didn't think I actually walked across it until I looked at the bottom of my feet. Because okay. You're so jacked up that you just, you just go. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it,
0: but it, it was pretty damn cool wow yeah well, that's awesome man it was now, cool. uh, as a coach or you know an entrepreneur what's your morning routine like dude i i'm glad you asked that
1: i love my morning routine so i get up between 4 and 4 30 when i get up i go straight downstairs i drink this big ass thing of water uh which is <laughs> uh, a quart so one liter um okay. i fill up three more and i fix my coffee mess with my dogs like you know let them out but what I did, and but when I come upstairs, so so the first thing I do is I write in this book, which my wife gave me last July, and it says, "Okay, fine, I'm grateful because I wasn't grateful. I was, right. I, I was, I was a shitbag. I mean, the, the truth of it, I was just, I would not want to be around me. And so she gave me that. So anyway, I write in that every morning. It's a page, yeah. and then I prime. Hence the Tony Robbins. He he." That's what he does for his morning routine. You know it's movements with your arm, it's some breathing things. It's thought, thinking about what you want to do in the future, seeing it done. Uh, you think about how great what the things that you're grateful for. you think about there's a there's a part of it where you talk about healing your mind, your body. it's it's interesting. you can google priming by Tony Robbins on YouTube and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. So I do that, which is about 15 minutes. Then I read my 10 pages, sometimes more. And that's what I do.
0: Awesome. What do you think your greatest skill or asset is? Dude, I'm really good with people.
1: Like, I'm really good with helping people find solutions, regardless if it's a personal business, which typically they're tied together. I would say that that's my biggest attribute is I'm really good with people. And I like people.
0: I really do. Not every day. but <laughs> <laughs> totally Well, it's been awesome to be able to connect with you on Instagram man this it's been so much fun to to get to know you more man. yeah for people who are out there who are maybe like struggling whether that's personal or whether that's business, what are a quick few tips that you got uh, that you can give them to kind of get out of their slump So you know what it's the biggest thing is you've got to figure out what's got you
1: in the slump and that look that's yep. easier said than done, Eric. It's easy yep. for me to say change your mindset well, I can say that because right now my mindset is good. If something, yeah. you know, if a, if something happens that throws me off, I've got to figure out how to get back into the, to the swing of things or the zone or whatever you want to call it. And so recognizing that, figuring out, all right, so this is what threw me off. Is it something I can deal with now or is it something I can put to the side? That's one, yeah. and which yeah. goes back, really goes back to mindset. And the biggest thing is... When I wake up, I wake up in a grateful state. I'll tell you one more thing that I forgot to tell you that's, I think, utterly important. I don't look at my phone for the first hour that I'm up because if I do, if I look at my phone, everything else goes to hell because I look at Instagram and then I see XYZ posts here or this or, or a message or that, and then your brain is just going. And this is facts. Like, this is not like Corey's philosophy. It's a fact that if you look at your phone in the morning, things are not going to go as well. You're not going to be as organized. You're not going to be centered. So that's a huge tip. Don't look at your phone when you wake up, you know. Give yourself a few minutes to, like, center yourself and, like, be with yourself for a few minutes. And enjoy not having to be tied to that
0: phone all the time. Because, we're constantly on the phone. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool, man. Well, I want to transition to a couple fun questions for you. Uh, who inspires and motivates you? You know, it would have to be, you know, it trickles
1: down from where at the beginning was was Tony and he still does. I still listen to his stuff every day. Ed is a big, big one for me. The real Brad Lee is a big one for me. And Andy, of course. Andy, I have faded a little bit away from Andy just because I listened to him. I listened to three or four of his episodes. For so many days, doing 75 hard. That's what I would listen to. And so I burnt myself out a little bit. I love Andy. I love his content. (laughs) But right now, right now, I'm listening to the real Brad Lee because I just like the way the dude comes across. I like his message. I think he's genuine. And I really don't think he gives a shit what he might think. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
0: Absolutely. Do you ever
1: get scared as an entrepreneur? Dude. Yeah. I mean, I do, but I, but it's a fine line, Eric. It's hard. So, so when I say the word scared, I have to think about that because what I'm telling my body and my mind is that, that I am fearful of what's about to happen. And if I do that, there's a good chance something not good is going to happen right now. I'm in the process of, of going through with some guys and we're creating A hemp company from beginning to end. And like, I say that like seed to store and everything in between. And it's a massive deal. And if I think about it being a massive deal, you know, you get that twinge like, oh, shit, what happens if I can't go there? Right. I, I just can't go there. I have to know this is what I'm supposed to be doing until otherwise, until
0: I'm told otherwise. Right. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. I mean, I think even myself, like I still work a full-time job, but it's scary trying to be this entrepreneur full-time, trying to get to that level where I can say, hey, I'm walking away from my job right now. I've got money coming in through my entrepreneurship. I'm not there yet, but I will be. But it's still scary where I'm like, all right, man, do I reach out to these guys or crap? I didn't hit the sale I wanted to today. Things like that, man. It's uh, Thanks for sharing that. I appreciate that. Yeah.
1: Well, entrepreneurship was forced
0: on me because
1: okay. I, I started a, a business and I'll tell you this just really quick sure. while I was while I had a full time training job, personal training job, and I was making great money, but I started a side business just for the tax purposes. That was it. Yeah. Well the the company found out and they fired me. And like what what the fuck do I do now? Right. And so so I had to start my I had to full force go into starting my own business and I haven't stopped since. So nice. it wasn't it wasn't a conscious choice. I'll be I'll be
0: honest. I yeah. have, I was forced into it. But
1: I but thank God
0: I was. Right. Absolutely. Do you have a favorite music style or, or band that you like to listen to? I don't listen to a ton of music, but okay. if I do, like I listen to stuff
1: like oh Guns and Roses
0: or, or okay. Motley
1: Crue. or I have stuff <laughs> like in the 80s. Like I don't listen Come to a lot Honored stuff. Do you have a favorite movie? Enron.
0: Okay. That's yeah. an interesting answer. I know. Have you ever seen <laughs> the Enron story? No, I haven't. I it's a it's an interesting story though. That whole thing, man, was, was a crazy story in the news back in the day. I remember that, but the movie I'm sure is pretty crazy. It was just a load of shit, all of it. And the guys yeah. it I do not I don't I don't love the movie for the aspect that they f- a whole
1: bunch of people over, but I like the movie from the aspect of how many people bought into this gigantic conglomeration yeah it was all bs right. it was it's just phenomenal to me
0: <laughs> so Absolutely. It, i know it's a weird answer but yeah that that was that's my favorite movie okay mm-hmm. that's awesome man well yeah. corey i also wanted to give you an opportunity to just give a shout out to family business partners whatever you want the time is yours on the on the video sure so you know my greatest business partner is my wife and she's an
1: entrepreneur. She owns her own business and, and we work, you know, we work side by side to an extent. And, and, you know, there's, I've got lots of close friends, Nick Jones and Josh Kirk. Um, he's been a very, very good friend of mine. It's, it's strange. I met him like I met you on Instagram. Okay. And so I've never met him face to face, but he's been, he's been a really good friend of mine. And he's, he and I have started this group called Halcyon Alliance which is a group of coaches that we are going to um, we're going to roll out a thing where we coach people as a group and that should be coming out
0: I'm hoping by the end of the year So, but yeah, man,
1: that's, that's about all. That's about it. Awesome.
0: Well, Corey, man, it was an awesome uh, time to be able to talk to you this morning. I'm excited for what you got coming up, man. And and again, just looking forward to continuing to grow our relationship there and, and looking forward to more success for you, man. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. Eric, thank you so much. I do appreciate it, brother. Hey guys, thank you so much for hanging around. Really appreciate it. If you'd like to see more videos from top rated MMA and the bearded biz show, please click the playlist and also hit subscribe to our channel. Become part of the top rated MMA and bearded biz community. We'd really appreciate your support. Also, please leave a comment below. I will read and respond to all of them. Thank you so much. Have an awesome day.